Cards Goal Lines, episode 32. Welcome, everybody, to our football podcast. I'm Angelo. That's Taylor. Sup? Ah, you didn't let me tell you to say hi to everybody. Oh. It's okay. I don't, I'm new at this. I, I don't know why you couldn't read that. We're actually in the same room again. Taylor hasn't just gone off to the other side of, of the country yet, so. Um, it's the other side. a different part of the middle. Is it the other side of the Midwest? Yeah. Okay, okay. So, if you've been following us, then uh, you've listened to all of our division reviews for the off season, and so now football starts, like, soon. Like, yeah. really, really soon. So... What we're going to be doing today in this episode for you is we're actually going to be going over some pretty brief predictions uh, for this coming NFL season. So Taylor and I will give you some projected records along with final placing in each division for each team. And then we will also give you our playoff picture for each conference. Uh, Of course, our preseason Super Bowl prediction as well, which could or could not change. I don't know. It seems really locked in this year, at least for one half. We'll get into it. Yes. All right. uh, So just so you guys know, we will not be going into super long detail for all of our picks uh, because, again, if you listen to all of our off-season reviews, I feel like you have a pretty good idea how we feel about most teams this Mm -hmm. year uh, because we put in a lot of effort in those, and I feel like we did a really great job going into depth. So, uh, yeah, you're going to get, like for me, you're going to get probably a sentence or two of explanation out of my predictions. Yeah, so for me, a, a lot of these I just don't have much to say other than the projected record. Uh, you know, I'll have some things to say, but yeah. we're just going to get to it. Also, I cheated. Uh, I Sorry, I didn't give you a definite record. I give you a range of wins, so you, you'll see that's how I... So, honestly, it's way too difficult to predict things with, like, a definite, this is how many wins this team's going to get. Maybe outside of, like, two teams. It's so, not that hard to, to, to guess that. It just takes forever. Angelo was lazy. Sure, it takes forever, but I feel like there's so many variables, and so I hate just saying, like, this team's going to win this many games. Because I feel like... It, <sighs> yeah. it's you'll, all, you'll see. You'll yeah, see. predictions aren't allowed to be wrong, so we have yeah, to... Yeah, exactly. We have to be right. So with this, I have more like chance of being right. Uh, of course, before we even get the ball rolling, cannot forget, you have to go to our Twitter. All right, that's at GGO. A-L-L-I-N-E-S. That's the Grounds and Goal Lines Football Podcast Twitter. It's really great. I just had a tweet that had like 100 favorites and like several retweets. It was really good. I'm not going to tell you guys what it is. You have to go to our Twitter and look at it. It's very funny. We almost became famous from it. So also uh, you need to be listening and following us on as many of the platforms we are listed on. Taylor, what are those again? Uh, so mostly Spotify at this point. Yeah, love uh, we're, we're, we're on lots of places. Uh, Spotify, Anchor, Radio Public, Breaker, Google Podcasts. Sometimes we're on YouTube. Here's the thing. YouTube is a lot more effort for me. So if you guys want it on YouTube, you're going to have to let us know. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say like we'd probably need to get some more subscribers on YouTube. And or maybe, maybe we'll just tweet at us. Be like, hey, where's the Ooh, YouTube vid? That's actually, <clears throat> that would get our attention, yes. Except you, Johnny. I know you don't listen on YouTube. Don't troll me. Yeah, don't do it. And he tweeted. Yep. <laughs> All right. So, uh, but yeah, guys, definitely follow that Twitter because the season's starting, which means it's going to be even more active than Ari was as off season. It was pretty darn active this off season. Yeah. And remember, we will be going back to, to weekly episodes. I won't just be sitting on episodes, not not editing them and releasing <laughs> them for three weeks. So you're going to want to be keeping track, and uh, especially when we do pick them. So without further ado... Let's head into the NFL predictions. All right. All right. So I started with the AFC North. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go in on that. Okay. So I have in first place the Ravens with 11 to 13 wins. A lot. I think that's. I mean, Taylor, you and I are talking about how t- 
people think this is a 16-0 team. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel that way at all. I'm So I'm not confident they can win on the road against teams that improved this offseason. Because they are playing a lot of teams that improved over the offseason. I just don't think – I'm not confident they can get – to that 15-16 mark because right. of that. I, I disagree a bit. I think I, I just wrote down 13-3 and three for them. I think 12 is their their floor. Yeah. Uh, they just have such an easy schedule. They play the Chiefs, uh, and they could certainly lose to the Chiefs. I, I think they'll, they'll trade games with the Browns. Okay. Um, and then I just have them losing one more out there. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, speaking of the Browns, I, ha- I actually have the Browns placing second this year in the division. So I have them from 9 to 11 wins. Uh, then... <laughs> The thing is, the Browns improved so much that they make a case for themselves to win second in the division, I mm-hmm. think. Even if Baker performs at the same level this season as he was last season. I think that they, they just win you know, their 9-11 to 11 games, and I think that's enough to get second. What do you have the Browns at? I have the Browns at 9 or 10. I don't think they get all the way up to 11. That's fair. Um, but I, they, they should be good. We've said that before, but they should be good. Okay. You have them second? I do. Awesome. So, third, I think probably we're heading the same path. I have the Steelers at third. Seven to eight wins. And honestly, guys, just because Big Ben hasn't played football in a long time, this offense I also don't think can get over 500, and I'm really worried that this is going to be Mike Tomlin's first losing season. So the Steelers also have a relatively easy schedule. So I also put the Steelers at nine or ten wins, but I think they're a weaker nine or ten than the Browns, so that's why I put them at third. That's fair. That's fair. Do you, just to play on what I said, do you think that Tomlin maybe – Fears for a seven to nine season this year. He might. Yeah, uh, and then of course we have the Bengals fourth in this division. Look, they're going to get three to five wins in my book, I think, and that's <laughs> the Bengals get a stretch at five, only because they play the Rev- the Ravens at home week seventeen, and that's a game that possibly the Ravens are going to be sitting starters. So that's the only reason I give them the stretch of five wins. Yeah, I. It, you know, if we look at the Ravens before, like, they've sat their players and still won the game. Yeah. Uh, and I think the Bengals are definitely the type of team to lose to that. That's fair. Uh, they play the Jaguars, the Giants, and the Washington football team. So, I have them at, you know, two to four wins. All right. And that's iffy as it is. Okay. Okay, so AFC East time now. I start off with the Bills at eight to ten wins being Ooh. first in the division. Ooh. I'm going to get into this a little bit. The Bills win this division, but not because they're great, okay? This division is one of the worst right now. If they crack 11 wins, then I'll jump through a table. I'll, I'll Bills die through a table if they reach 11 wins. So I have them at 11 to 12 wins. Woo! They have a pretty uh, – they, they've got, like, a few really hard games and a lot of easy games. And if I recall correctly, their schedule starts off pretty easy. Yeah. And momentum's pretty important to me. Plus, we're dealing with all of the, the lack of preseason, the, the COVID offseason. They're not a team that's changed a lot. They've made some improvements, but they've still got, you know, the same core offense, the same coach, the same quarterback. Yeah. I've got, the, and again, just a, an easy division. They're going to do what the Patriots have done for the past two decades and just win six games in their division. Yeah. More or less. So, um, I... Honestly, I wanted to put the Bills at 8 to 12. That felt really cheap to me. But you heard it here. 11 wins. And I'll jump through a table. And he's jumping through a table. We'll We'll record it and put it it on on Twitter. Twitter. That's true. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay, we'll tag the Bills too. But yeah, 8 to 10 wins is is me for the Bills. So I actually have the Patriots at second here. Very Uh, surprisingly, I have the Patriots at second. Yes, I know. So I actually have them at 8 to 10 wins. I have Um, them solidly at 8 and 8. That's fair. 
Patriots only dipped to second because Cam hasn't played football in a long time for me. Uh, I really want them to be first here, but it probably will come down to a really weird tiebreaker that I don't think the Patriots are going to win. I think the Bills are. I think the Bills are going to edge them out a little bit here. This is just a bad division. I think. I don't think Josh Allen is is good. I don't think that most of these teams are very good anymore. Uh, so that's why I've got the Patriots there. Yep. I, I, I really think that the Bills are better than you're giving them credit for. So I, I have the Bills very solidly yeah, in first you place. Do, yeah. uh, like I said, I have the Patriots at 8-8. Eight and eight. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if they finished third in the division. Yeah, definitely. Um, I would agree with that because I actually have – so I have the Dolphins third in this division, and I project – I looked at their, at their schedule, and honestly – I gave them five to seven wins. The Dolphins win possibly seven games just because they've improved offensively, and I think the Jets became that much worse this year. Yeah, I have the the Dolphins between six and seven. Yeah. I don't think the Jets got a whole lot worse this year, but they were bad last year. Yeah. <laughs> um, and here's the thing. The Jets, uh, I have them at three wins, which yeah. is generous. Yeah. Uh, I'm huge on momentum, and the Jets' early schedule is abysmal. So they open uh, at yep. Buffalo, then they host the 49ers, go to Indianapolis, host the Broncos, host the Cardinals, go to the Chargers, then back to the Bills, then the Chiefs, then the Patriots. Like, yeah. when do the, they get a break? They're likely 2-7 and seven by week by week 10. I, Maybe. 2-7, and seven, I think, is generous yeah. at that point. Who are they beating? The Chargers... And some I don't know, but so like I so I have the Jets at three to four wins, fourth in the division. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm not sure what the contributing factor is here uh, to them winning less than five games. Is it Jamal Adams' departure? Is it Darnold uh, being even worse than he is without Mono? Uh, or uh, Le'Veon Bell proves to just be the joke that we kind of think he's been for a few years now. Whatever the reason, I think this team looks really different in a year. Yeah, whatever the reason, I know I'm going to defend Sam Darnold later. Just bear with me. (laughs) Definitely. All right, so AFC South time. Here we go. Probably some differences here. Possibly. So I've got the Titans winning 11 to 13 games. It's a really generous 13. They're first in the division. The Titans will finally break past nine wins, mostly due to they have a really winnable first nine weeks of their season. Like, the Titans can probably go 8-1, borderline 9-0 in the first nine weeks of their season, and I think that's the only reason they get to 11 or 13 wins is because mm. they're, they're going to make up a lot of their wins early in the season. So I have the Titans at 9-7. and seven. <laughs> Of course you do. I wanted to give them a range. I wrote down 9-10, to 10, but they're the Titans. They're going to finish 9-7. and seven. Oh Whether or not they win the Super Bowl with a 9-7 record <laughs> is a different question, but they're going to go 9-7. and seven. So who did you have at first? Uh, I have the Colts at first. Yeah. And not just, like, I the AFC South being, like, our division, I, I actually sat down and took a much closer look at, you know, looked at, like, every single game and thought it out. And legitimately, I have the Colts at 10 or 11. I really think, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they only win eight, mm-hmm. but I think that's their absolute floor. And looking at their schedule, I think their ceiling is 13. I don't think I, I would be... I'd be more surprised if they won 13 than if they went 8-8. Eight and eight. Right. But I think looking at their schedule, they could win 13. So we're kind of similar. I have the Colts second in the division at 9-11 to 11 wins. The only reason the Colts don't get more than 11 wins to me is because Phillip Rivers will continuously hurt his team. And as good as this defense is, I don't know if they can get the big blue past 11 wins. And so that's my reason for that's my reason for having them second I is, is I just think Phillip Rivers isn't going to be good this year. And, he, I think, and he might not be. And, and you, they're, they're going to ride on this defense, which is fine, because it's a top three defense. 
but I or top five defense, not top three. It's top five defense, but I I just don't think it can get them past eleven wins. Yeah. And you guys have heard my thoughts on Philip Rivers and how enthused I am that the yeah. Colts signed him. But two years ago, he was genuinely really good yeah. still, and now he's got a great offensive line. We'll see. We'll see. Who'd you have a second in that division? The Titans. Okay. Nine and seven. <clears throat> I wasn't sure if that was third or not. So I have the Texans at third with seven to nine wins. I have them at eight and eight. Yeah. Um, the the key factor here, like I said, momentum. Because as much as it pains me to say it, the Texans are a pretty good team. Not great, but pretty good. But the thing is, is they open up the season. On Thursday night football in Kansas City. They have a rough Then they game. host the Ravens. Then they go to Pittsburgh. Then they host the Vikings. I wouldn't be surprised if they start 0-4. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the big thing for me. Like, And for me, honestly, Bill O'Brien has been winning the division because this division hasn't been that great recently. But now he has less of an offense. And honestly, the Titans and the Colts are better now. Mm-hmm. And so I don't... I don't see the Texans being better than the Titans and the Colts this year, just strictly. Yeah. Uh, I have the Jaguars at a pretty generous three to four wins in fourth, and uh, it's because I like Gardner Minshew, uh, which is why I give them a possible four wins. Uh, this is probably going to be the most generous prediction I give. It's probably more of a one to two win team. This team is gutted. Uh, so, I again, I won't be surprised <laughs> if they win only one game, but I just think two times – We'll see some some Minshew magic, yeah, and uh, we'll we'll get there. I they will not win more than four games. Yeah, um, I have them. My guess is two, but I wouldn't be surprised if you know week fourteen, fifteen range, something like that. Which I don't I don't remember off the top which AFC South teams they play in that that range, but they're just gonna beat like. The Colts or the Titans just to mess with me <laughs> yeah. and Angelo. Yeah. Like, they're, they're listening to the podcast. They're like, all right, we've got to put all of our efforts into beating this team this week. So. Yeah. And then everyone that listened to that part of the podcast is on the Jags. They just got released today. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> all right, let's wrap up the AFC with the AFC West. I've got the Chiefs finishing first with 14 to 15 wins. I have them at 13. So, here, so here's the deal. The Chiefs play at Baltimore and they play at Tampa Bay. So I just couldn't have them at 15 to 16 wins. Right. Uh, with a likely such, And they're likely going to sit guys out week 17 against the Chargers because I'm pretty sure they are the number one seed the whole season through. Um, I am curious at, at your 13 wins. Yeah, so... I think it's probably similar to what I've said. It's, it's about the same. Um, but again, like, I think overall they're a better team than the Ravens. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if they lose that game. Sure. They could lose to Tampa. I think they're a better team than yeah. Tampa Bay. Yeah, that's they why. They could lose that That's game. why I had the 14, because it's like, I just don't know how confident I am that they win both. And the thing games. is, it's just, like, I have them at 13, because they have they have tough games, being the number one seed from last year. They yeah. play the number one seeds. It's going to be difficult. And it's just so hard to have a 16-win season, or even 15. Like, you you almost never see seasons above 13 wins yeah. for a reason. The last 15-1 season with the Panthers... 2015, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Although, you know, the Packers went 13-3 and three last year, so it can't be that hard. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think, and I think, Taylor, probably your 13 wins is, is also a little bit, like, you think the Broncos are going to be pretty good later in the season. And, I do. And that I, could be a game that I, they I do actually have the Broncos splitting with the Chiefs in the regular season. I can see that. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if yeah. the Chiefs lose in mile high. Like, I put 14-15... 
I probably want to put 13 to 15, but I really wanted to make a case for I think the Chiefs are the best team in the league, and so I put them at 14 15. I have the Bron Broncos second, which I believe you probably have the Broncos second as well. as well. I have them at seven to eight wins, though. I have them at nine or ten. Yeah. Preseason, legitimately, I had them at 11 or 12 wins. I think they're. Have, have the potential to be a legitimately good team. Yeah. But losing all the off-season OTAs, losing the preseason, I just think they're going to start off too slow. And I think that 10 is their absolute cap this season. Yeah. I, I think the Broncos look like the most improved team of the year almost. But this is – they just have a tough schedule. Uh, I said 7-8. This could really – they could win up to 12 games, I think. Just due to the fact that their defense is going to keep them in games where the differential is like five points, and so it's mm -hmm. going to come down to Drew Locke in the offense, I right. think. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, honestly, the Broncos are going to be either a really big disappointment or really big surprise this year. Actually, no. The Broncos are going to meet expectations or be a surprise this year. I don't think they could be disappointing. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, i got the Raiders at third. Uh, honestly, I have... <laughs> I have the Raiders at third and Chargers at, at fourth, but it can be really switched up here. I have the Raiders at five to seven wins. The Raiders, they just they might drop to fourth because of Derek Carr, I, but I think Gruden can grind out seven wins. I think with Gruden as the coach, so I have the Raiders. I didn't even put a range. I have them solidly at seven and nine. Yeah. Um, eight and eight wouldn't be surprising. Six and ten wouldn't be surprising. But, yeah, I have them at seven and nine. I think that's just the most realistic – uh, outcome for this team they're just very average and you know they're in a tougher division so. yeah they are uh so I, so like i said i have the Chargers at five to six and, and have them at fourth here the problem is this team could win eight games mm -hmm. but if tyrod taylor goes tyrod taylor goes two and three in the first five weeks he's gonna lose his job to justin herbert and he's gonna go two and three in the first five weeks because they play a pretty tough first five weeks they might go one and four the first five weeks so and at that point when they switch to Herbert, they're going to realize too late that they need to switch back to Taylor, and Herbert's going to tank the season. So I I could not explain why, because the Chargers <clears throat> consistently make terrible decisions and disappoint me, and I didn't even know that was possible, because historically I don't even like the Chargers. I have them <laughs> in an 8-8 eight eight record. Oh, wow. Um, so within the first five weeks, they play the Chiefs, the Buccaneers, and the Saints. Yeah. So that's uh, rough. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. So if I think honestly, with that record, if they walk out of that two and three, they leave Tarod with the starting job, and that's what I hope they leave him with. But I feel like and it's if Tarod maintains the starting job after the first five games, I think eight and eight is not unreasonable. Like I said, this team can win eight games if Tarod is the starter the whole season right. through. It this team will win eight games because. Because Tarot can get it done. Mm -hmm. uh, and they have a relatively easy schedule after the first five. Yeah. And honestly, in a weird world, winning eight games could get second in this division somehow. It, it could. It I could. don't think it will, but it could. Yeah. Uh, all right. NFC North. Oh, so just to confirm, you had Chargers at third and Raiders at fourth? Correct. Okay. All right. Uh, and I had the other way around. NFC North Town. So we're back in the NFC. Uh, I've got the Packers winning this division. I have them winning it with 10 to 12 wins, though. One of my, honestly, this is one of my least confident first place picks, but LaFleur and Rodgers did it well enough last year. They can probably do it again. I have the Packers winning with 11 or 12 wins. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much pretty much the same there. Um, Vikings, I have them at 9 to 10 wins, second in this division. The Vikings have the potential to win, uh, but they could win up to 11 games, 
but I'm capping them at 10 due to a really tough first 10 weeks. So I have the Vikings at 10 and 11. Just basically the same. I have them one behind the Packers, much like you do. Yeah. Uh, so being in the same division, they have very similar schedules. Yeah. Um, but the Vikings have to play the Packers twice. Yeah. And even though past games really don't mean anything for current games... The, the Packers just win those games most of the time. They do. So, if the Vikings are going to win the division, it's because they beat the Packers. If they don't do that, they're going to finish second. If the Vikings didn't lose to Fansky over the offseason and they still had the same offensive corner, I may have had the Vikings winning this division. But I just, and Stephon Diggs. And Stephon Diggs. Uh, well, you guys know, Taylor's a pretty big Minnesota Vikings fan now. So. I'm sure not. <laughs> uh, so, I have the Lions winning the third place in this division. I have them at seven to eight wins. Look, even with a healthy Stafford and what looks to be a pretty efficient offense, I mean, Kenny Galladay led the league in receiving touchdowns last year. Uh, Matt Patricia isn't a good coach. I have the Lions at five to six wins. Okay, do you have them third or fourth? I have them fourth. Okay, so what's your what's your uh, take on the Lions in fourth? Um, they're not good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they're, they're not good, but they're better than the Jaguars, the the football teams and the Bengals of the league. Right. Okay. So it sounds like we actually uh, flip-flop pretty pretty similarly here. I had the Bears at five to six wins in fourth. I have the Bears at seven to eight. Yeah, so we, we, we had it pretty similar. So my, my big thing for the Bears is I, I don't think the team has any offense. I think the defense is fine, but I don't think it's actually that good anymore. And I think that Nagy is not a good coach. I do think that Nagy's at least a solid coach. Yeah. And their defense, while it's not as good, is still... I think the Bears' defense is better than the Lions' offense is good. And I think, like, the Bears' offense and the Lions' defense are both pretty garbage. Especially the Lions basically gutted their defense. Yeah. Uh, So, I just don't think the Lions... Like, the Lions disappointed last year, and I think they got significantly worse. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. NFC East, uh, all right, so this is this is the hill I die on. And I'm not happy about it, but I gave this a lot of thought this last week, and I talked to Taylor about this privately. Mm-hmm. So we got the Cowboys winning this division with 12 to 14 wins. I know, calm down. Pull over if you need to. It's okay. Breathe into a bag. It, it, have some water. Cowboy- I also drafted Dak Prescott in fantasy. So. <laughs> yeah, I did that. Cowboys at 12 to 14 wins, and, and I told Taylor, I keep forgetting that Mike McCarthy is now the head coach of the, of the Dallas mm-hmm. Cowboys. And this is a weak division. And I just think that with McCarthy coaching Dak, Cooper, and Zeke, they get past that 8-8 eight eight record. He elevates this team to probably what it needed to be uh, for the last couple of years. And they win this division, and they, and they do really well. So, I have the Cowboys winning uh, 9 or 10. Uh, again, momentum's a thing. They have a tough early schedule. Yeah. Um. Like, they play the the Rams, the Falcons, the Seahawks isn't that bad, but also, like, the Browns, the Cardinals. You know, it, it's definitely not the hardest first five weeks, but yeah. they've got some tough ones to start with a brand-new coach. Yeah. Um, obviously not new to the league, but new to the team. And I don't know how well, you know, Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy are going to get along. Yeah, that's um, true. You know, early in his career, Dak was known for his maturity for such a young age, and now he's, like... Turning down large contracts. Trying to hold out, turning down good, yeah. like, above what he should be getting contracts. And then Mike McCarthy, which is part of why he didn't get along with Aaron Rodgers, is, like, an old-school, like, run 
coach, which could work well for the, the yeah. Cowboys with Zeke and the great offensive line. But if Dak decides that he doesn't like that because he's not looking good enough trying to get his – well, now that um, Deshaun Watson got $40 million a year, I guess Dak will be looking for forty-two. Um, <laughs> so, well, I, I guess if they're going to win 12 to 14 games, it's because Andy Dalton's pretty good. <laughs> uh, so do you have the, do you have the Cowboys at 9-10 wins first or second? Second. Okay, so let me let me talk about why I have the Eagles at second, and you can talk about why you have your Eagles at first here in a second. Okay. Okay, so I have the Eagles at 6-8 to eight wins. It Ooh. is likely the Eagles don't even get second this year as well, and I'll go into this when I talk about my third-place team. Uh, Wentz it just has a rough team around him, I think. And it's not like he can stay healthy long enough either. I think this defense is fine, but the Cowboys offense is getting better. I just don't see Philly playing past week 17. So I have him at six to eight wins. So obviously you guys can't see my face right now, but I look repulsed. Well, as you guys know, these are Taylor's Eagles. So to be clear, I put the Cowboys in second at nine and ten, nine or 10 wins. I'm putting the Eagles in first at nine or ten wins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. six wins. So the, the I said the, six to eight. Six to eight. The, the Eagles have a hard schedule. Is the only reason I only have them at nine to ten. Last year, I I've said this like four times. Carson Wentz threw over four thousand yards without a single five hundred yard wide receiver. Mm-hmm. They're not going to lose six wide receivers again this season. <laughs> it's just like statistically improbable. <laughs> All right, uh, I have the Giants at third with six to seven wins. I also have the Giants at third. Yes. With, um, like, three wins. <laughs> okay, so I actually think the Giants and the Eagles could swap here, but I'm going to place the G-men here based on the uncertainty of head coach Joe Judge. Mm-hmm. Really, the, the Giants got better this year. There's no doubt, I think. I think that the defense is going to keep the Giants in games, especially with the acquisition of Logan Ryan recently. So now they have a – honestly, they have a really decent secondary now, which is going to be really good against this division. Uh, but I'm not sure Daniel Jones can win the final two minutes. So, so remember when thing. I mentioned how much I value momentum? Mm-hmm. I think it's very reasonable to predict that the Giants start the season 0-5. and five. Yeah. Uh, they play the Steelers – in Chicago, host the Niners, at the Rams, at the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, I see... I the see Bears t- aren't good. I but... see a 2-3 to three start there. I see Rams and, and Bears. Like, I, I, I have a little faith in this Giants team. Yeah, I, I don't. So I, I have them starting 0-5. I think their first potential win comes against the Washington football team in Week 6. Yeah. And then they go back and have to play the Eagles and the Buccaneers. So let's talk about the Washington football team, which we've obviously placed in fourth in our divisions. I have them at four to five wins, which I think is pretty generous. I think that's way generous. Uh, Washington just has a weak team. I truly think the only chance this team has to crack five wins, or maybe even the four to five wins I gave them, is if Alex Smith is the starter by week four, which at that point, the Washington football team is probably going to be 0-4 anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I love Ron, Ron Rivera so much, but uh, with his diagnosis – who knows if he's in, even in a coaching condition this year. Right. So that's where I'm at with them. It, Washington, if you want to win football games, you better get Haskins out of there after week four. Yeah, so I I also put the, the Washington football team in fourth, but I think it's a very similar situation to the Giants. Uh, I put the Giants ahead because I think they're a better team, but I think pretty much the only winnable games in their schedule are against – the Giants and the Bengals, yeah. and then you know the it's it's the NFL. 
they'll randomly win a game, maybe two, against a team that they shouldn't. Right. But I think the only, like, ex- like predictable wins are potentially against the Giants and Bengals. And I think they're a worse team than both of those. Yeah, that's so. fair. NFC South time. Uh, I've Okay, man, this was tough. I have the Buccaneers first here in the NFC South Ooh. with 11 to 13 wins. I have the Bucks at 11 or 12 wins. Okay. Tom Brady and Bruce Arians just feel like an elite combo to me. Honestly, mm-hmm. I was giving a lot of thought. I think I trust them more than Breeze and Sean Payton. Uh, not to mention Mike Evans and Chris Godwin were outstanding last year with Arians. Plus, this defense is getting better and will get better as the season goes on. So, they're sitting at 11-13 wins for me in first in the division. I have the Saints first at 12 or 13. <clears throat> okay. Strictly because I think the Saints are better earlier I think okay, yeah. I think by the time week seventeen rolls around, we're saying that the Buccaneers are a better team than the Saints. Yeah, but I think the but Saints finish with a better it'll record be too late, yeah. by one game. Yeah, I mean it's it's going to be a lot of fun to see. Um, I just so everyone knows, week one Thursday game we have Chiefs and uh, Texans. Texans. Just so everyone knows, on Sunday, not in prime time is Brady Breeze, week one. I just want everyone to be mad about that for a second. Okay? Thank you. Uh, okay, so I have the Saints at second here in the division, uh, 10 to 12 wins. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I probably gutted them a little bit harder than I should have. This probably should be more like an 11 to 12 win team. So- I've spent the past two seasons uh, trash-talking the Saints and saying that they're going to keep failing, which, I mean, they haven't made a Super Bowl, but they keep surpassing my expectations, so I'm going to put them at first here just so that they can disappoint me once again and get back to where they belong. Like, so I have them at second here, but they're not going to play like a second place team the whole season. Right. And the Bucks aren't going to play like a second. Man, it's going to be fun. Anyway, uh, and then honestly, so just like I have the Bucks and the Saints pretty interchangeable, I do have the the Panthers and the Falcons pretty interchangeable. I have them, so I have the Panthers at seven to nine wins at third. I have the Falcons at seven to eight wins. I think I think the ceilings are just one game off for the Panthers, but I think their floors are about seven. I actually have the Panthers at eight to nine wins. Okay. Uh, I have a fair bit of faith in Teddy Bridgewater, and Christian McCaffrey is he wins three games at least on his own. Yeah, honestly. So the Panthers edge out the Falcons for me based on what I think is going to be a top five offense this year and probably with the most exciting offense this year. Like I've been telling you guys about how fast these this receiving core is. And I just think it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, but due to a rookie coaching staff, they could dip to seven wins, they, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I have the Falcons winning five, though. Okay. They have a really hard schedule. They have yeah. a really hard early schedule. And Dan Quinn's already on thin ice. I think he gets fired midway through the season. Yeah. I, and I don't after know. he, if they fire him midway through the season, they don't finish very strong at all. Yeah. So I. I think they're going to win five games. And it's yeah. very disappointing because they should be better than that, but they haven't been. So I have that seven to eight just because I just, I think that Julio Jones and Matt Ryan are good. I think Calvin Ridley's good. And I think that Todd Gurley will have a decent year this year, but you're right. Dan Quinn isn't going to have a job after this year. Cause he's not going to make the playoffs. That's right. the thing. Uh, round it up. NFC West, <clears throat> man, <laughs> I did not like doing these NFC divisions. First place. I have the Seahawks. At okay. eleven to fourteen wins, Ooh, it's, that's a big range. It it's a it's a big range because that's how uncertain I was. Honestly, this is probably more of an eleven to twelve, 
But then if I said that, then I couldn't put them there. I would have to put the Niners because I have the Niners at second with 11 to 13 wins. But I just think the Seahawks will edge out. So anyway, let me get to it. The Seahawks and 49ers are close for me this year. I have the Hawks potentially winning one more game than the Niners. But again, tough call. Russell Wilson's top three quarterback. And Pete Carroll, to me, is still the best coach in this division. So that's why I have the, the Seahawks edging out the Niners for first place. So I have the 49ers in first, uh, 11 to 12 wins. Uh, I think that they're better early on because mm-hmm. uh, I think they're going to come out of the gates as, you know, the, the, a lot of times when a team loses a Super Bowl, they're not that good the next season. Yeah. But I think the way this team's structured, I don't think that's them. Yeah. And so I think they're, they're going to win 11 or 12 games the, the exact same way that they won their games last year. And then I have the Seahawks in second at 9 or 10 wins because Pete Carroll's a losing coach without Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson is literally the only truly good part about that team. <laughs> their so, defense is mediocre. Their offensive line is garbage. Their receivers are okay. Their running backs are okay. <laughs> Russell Wilson wins eight games by himself, and then they're like a 2-16. and 16. <laughs> uh, So I have the Niners at second with 11-13 wins because mostly I, I think that the front seven of this defense is obviously great. But I do believe they're going to have trouble defending the pass because I don't think their secondary is that good. And honestly, that's if they don't get to the quarterback first, though. <laughs> so, real quick, this isn't quite on topic for the episode, but this is our predictions episode, and this is a prediction, so I'm going to throw it in here. Uh, this is not an original concept for me, but reading it uh, in like an article and then delving it, diving into it, I agree. Russell Wilson is not going to finish his career as a Seahawk. Uh, yeah, no, that's, I think because that's just fact. this team is garbage, <laughs> and they refuse to help him at all, so unless they throw $60 million a year at him, he's going to find a team where he can win. <laughs> I, I, I think he, he will finish with a different costume on, but I don't think it's going to be for that reason. Yes, I said costume. I, all right, uh, third place, here we go, Cardinals. Oh. Eight to ten wins, and I think, honestly, it's a pretty strong ten wins. The Cardinals will be the strongest third-place team this year, no doubt in my mind. I think that's reasonable. But with the 49ers defense and with Russell Wilson, I don't see the Cardinals making it to second in this division. Uh, I would believe in them more, honestly, if Cliff Kingsbury wasn't their coach. I have the Cardinals finishing fourth. Okay. I have them at seven to eight wins. Okay. I have the Rams finishing third. I have them at seven to eight wins. (laughs) Uh, The Rams just have a marginally easier schedule. Yeah. Uh, I think both teams are – so the, the Cardinals have a much better offense than the Rams. Yeah. But I think uh, Sean McVay is a better coach. And I think the Rams, as mediocre as they've, they've been since their Super Bowl appearance, are a more consistent team. You're right. So if I have both teams finishing with about the same record, then I think I have to give the edge to the Rams just based off their consistency. That's probably fine. I have the Rams at six to nine wins, so like I actually do have them in the range where they could surpass the Cardinals here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also think the Rams will. So like in the same sense, I think the Cardinals are the best four, third place. I think the Rams are going to be the best fourth place team this year. Uh, so like both these guys are not going to play like third and fourth place teams. I think I think they're going to play to the caliber of a second place team, but they're just not going to get because this division's really tough, guys. I just don't see this offense taking off this year. I think McVay is building the team he wants. So be scared in 2021, 2022. Sure. So, all right. So uh, we were pretty similar on that. Yeah. We have, and honestly, I I see both of us being 
right about most of this. Yeah, so do we have similar opinions because we've been spending so much time discussing the same stuff on the podcast? Or maybe the NFL's just that predictable this year? We'll find out we'll find when out. we get these completely wrong. <laughs> so, uh, playoff teams this year. So, uh, for the AFC, I have first seeded with the bye because of, I think, a pretty good playoff format. The Chiefs are my mm-hmm. first round bye. I have the Ravens at second, the Titans at third, the Bills at fourth, and then uh, Colts at fifth. Now, here we go. Ready? Browns at sixth, and squeezing that seventh, I have the Patriots. All right, so <laughs> I have the uh, I, I have the Ravens at thirteen and three, and I have the Chiefs at thirteen and three. So if my predictions come true, then the first place team is whoever wins that head-to-head matchup. Right. So, so I'm Chiefs. giving it to the Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just fairly, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if the Ravens are the number one seed. Sure. Mostly just because their schedule is easier. Yeah. Uh, second in the division, of course, is the other team there. Or in the conference is the yeah. other team there. Then third uh, would be the Bills, actually. Yeah, get the Bills, yeah. Uh, then I have the Colts at four. Uh, and then, like, Titans, Browns, Steelers, it looks like. Uh, with maybe the Broncos in there. Yeah. And I, I think I'm more inclined to take the Broncos over the Steelers. Steelers. Yeah. Yeah, I also wanted to do uh, two teams in the seventh, but I went ahead and, you know, manned up about it and picked one team, Taylor. Wait, pick two teams and what? You said you you were like, I'm feeling the Steelers or the Broncos at seven. Pick a team. Well, I did. I just said I'm more. Well, than you team. originally didn't. Well, I just have them at similar records. <laughs> uh, so looking at the predictions, it would be a tie, and then it would be a tiebreaker, and I think the Broncos are going to beat better teams. So uh, pretty similar outside of the seventh seed, mm-hmm. it looks like for us. Yeah. NFC, I have the Bucks at number one here. I've got the Cowboys at number two, the Seahawks at three, the Packers at four. I have the Saints at five. And, you know, honestly, that's only because of what I think is going to be a great division finish. I have the 49ers under the Saints at six. Seriously, this division's nuts. And because I said they're the strongest third place team, and because of how some other divisions look, the Cardinals squeak into the playoffs at seven. Uh, so I don't think the Cardinals are squeaking into the playoffs, but I hope so. Yeah. Uh, so I have the Saints winning the conference uh, with. The 49ers, the Packers, and the Eagles. Uh, and then the Bucks take the top wild card seed mm-hmm. uh, with the Vikings and the Seahawks right behind that. Although I have the Seahawks at 9 or 10 wins, and I have the Cowboys at 9 or 10 wins. Yeah. So the seventh could be either one of those, but I think it's going to be the Seahawks. I almost put the Vikings at number seven, but then I realized that Kirk Cousins doesn't make the playoffs twice in a, two years in a row. So he obviously can't make the playoffs this year, so I put the Cardinals Wait, didn't he? Make the playoffs the last two years? No. He does it every other year. It's crazy. Wasn't two years ago the Minnesota Miracle? No, two years ago it was 8-8, eight eight, I thought. No. Oh, maybe so, yeah. yeah. No, two, no, Minnesota Miracle was with Case Keenum, buddy. Gotcha. Are you sure? I'm positive. All right. Are you going to look it up right here? I am. All right. Okay, let's see. 2018. Everyone's screaming at you right now. Don't do this to yourself, Taylor. Don't do this to yourself. Oh, Minnes- what's the Vikings 2018 29 to 24 over the Saints in the NFL divisional round? That wasn't the Minnesota Miracle. Case Keenum threw the Minnesota Miracle. Well, so that puts them at three years in, the, in a row in the playoffs. That's then. fine. No, but Case, I'm saying Kirk Cousins. Anyway, I'm still right, though. That wasn't the Minnesota Miracle. Case Keenum threw the Minnesota Miracle. Well, that would make this, uh, 
his second year in, in Sure, I was wrong I was wrong about that, but I was right about the Minnesota Miracle. It was Case Keenum through the ball. It was Case Keenum. Yes, thank you. Super Bowl prediction. I've got the Chiefs and the Bucks. I think you have the Chiefs and the Saints. Oh. Uh, you had them winning the conference, you said. Yeah, I It's tough. So I haven't actually planned out the, the bracket with the order that I put these in. I, I haven't looked at who would play who. Right. Uh, so I'm just kind of winging this here. I just, I want it to be the Saints and the Bucks really right. bad. I think it's probably going to be, I'm going to go Buccaneers 49ers. For the NFC? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I guess I didn't give you my AFC, NFC. Yeah. Um, I... You know what? I didn't prepare for that, so I'm not even going to throw one out there. Because, oh. but I, for super okay. for Super Bowl, I'm, yeah, I'm, I was I'm trying doing, to figure I, out mine. I didn't realize you yeah. just threw out the no. Super Bowl. Yeah, that Super Bowl. Good. I'm going Chiefs Bucks, and I don't have the nerve to say who wins that game. Um. <laughs> so mine was Chiefs Bucks. So <laughs> I, I really want to pick something different, but. I'm not going to pick something different just for the sake of it's it. Just so how, we both predict the Chiefs and the Bucks. It's just how it is, guys. It, 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 it is, is how it is. <laughs> okay? That's just how it is. All right. So there you go, everybody. Uh, tweet at us. What are your predictions for the upcoming NFL season? Do you think that we got some stuff wrong? Do you, get the, do you think we got some stuff right? We would love to hear praise about how you think we're right. And, but we will take all the negative comments you have as well. Because uh, processing negative commentary uh, builds character. Is what I heard, right? Yep. All right. Okay. So next episode, we'll be coming at you guys with our first episode of the of the regular season with pickums and all that good stuff. So it make should sure... be a, it should be a shorter one. Yeah, it should be a shorter one. So uh, can't wait to get the season started, guys. Thank you all for listening so much, and we'll talk to you next time.